Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning points for the episode on a scale of 1 to 100. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest. Wait a second. It's meet my guests. That's right, folks. We've got a brand new experiment going on here today. The first of what I hope will be many episodes of uh, kind of beat my guest light, if you will, but uh, double the pleasure, double the fun. It's uh, beat my other guest. Here's how it's going to work. I have uh, expanded the hot seat. It's now a double decker, if you will. Uh, two contestants in the hot seat will battle it out head-to-head in two rounds of trivia goodness, and you can play along at home. You can try to beat both of them. You can pick one to root for and try and beat the other one. It's all up to you, but let's meet those guests, shall we? First up, please welcome back to the show, Tim Edwards. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, AJ. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Tim, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do and why you do the things you do? All right. Well, uh, I'm not going to tell you why I do the things I do because I don't know, and it's a mystery to everybody. However, what I do do uh, is I run a trivia company uh, here in Tulsa. I also do some uh, real estate sales and investing uh, during the day, Uh, and I am a new podcast host for Trivial Warfare Blitz. The first episode is dropping today as we are recording. So... um, that's what I do. I also have am a, uh, have two kids and a wife and four dogs, and they all keep me very busy. Excellent, excellent. I actually stopped listening after you said doo-doo. <laughs> Time 12. <laughs> I was so tempted to make a joke about doo-doo. <laughs> and that other voice you hear, folks, that is my other guest. Please also welcome Mr. Cheyenne Fletcher. Cheyenne, same question. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> it's remarkably similar to what he just said uh yeah trivia company uh two kids four dogs i've got a cat that is insane but yeah you know just here in tulsa doing trivia sounds good sounds good and uh, excellent uh, non-use of uh, any reference to excrement so well well done i'd give you a point but that's not how the game works here is how the game works folks uh we're gonna have two rounds of 10 questions each And these two guests of mine are going to battle it out head-to-head, alternating questions, getting one point for each one they get right. They can steal a point from their competitor if that competitor gets it wrong. It's pretty fairly straightforward. I have a list of 10 questions for a round one ready to go. Uh, Each of you will in turn select the question that you want uh, from one to 10 so that it can be in any random order. I'm not going to, you know, jury rig this order here Uh, in round one, kind of like stealing something from that uh, legendary show. There's going to be a one point with a bonus question. It's kind of a daily double, if you will. Uh, one bonus question here. It is randomly uh, placed, so you may be able to find it. Don't try and hold sour this, though, because uh, there's no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions before we get started, gentlemen? Uh, so, real qu- every question is worth one point? Every question is worth one point, except for that bonus question, the- which will have a bonus element to it. And how do we pick our questions? Like you said, we get to pick one through ten? I will say pick a number from one through ten, and you'll get oh. that question. Oh, sweet. Okay. Fair is fair. Since you have all the questions, uh, Cheyenne, I'll let you 
pick one through ten, and we'll give you that question. Uh, this first category, folks, is all about Generation X, things from the 80s. Oh, this is not fair. This is right <laughs> up Tim's wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, let's just have fun, and we'll start with question ten. Question ten, all right. Good luck. Here is your question, Cheyenne. Grace, a song by Quincy Jones, was the B-side of what hit single released in March of 1985? Wow. Grace by Quincy Jones, B-side, 1985. Uh, Could that be We Are the World? Could that be We Are the World? Well, it could be, because that was a song. And indeed it is! It is. We Are the World song produced by Quincy Jones, and therefore he took advantage of the sales and slapped a single of his own on the flip side uh, to get even more money uh, into his pockets in addition to the the charity. Because I know people were not really rushing out there to to buy Grace. Right. Well done. Well done. One point. So you're on the board. It's just that simple, Tim. That's the first time I've ever scored a point in the first round of an AJ Mass podcast uh did i happen to mention that i'm dumbing down the questions a little bit so (laughs) (laughs) tim you're up pick any of the other numbers so from one through nine well i'm gonna uh try my life living maximum do the opposite of what cheyenne does so i'll go with number one question one excellent here is your question sir andrew john brian allison and claire were the five members of what group? Uh, I'm going to guess that that is the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club, uh, a poster of which I have in the room that I am asking these questions from right now, is indeed the correct answer. One point for you, Tim. Well done. Well returned. We are now tied at one. Cheyenne, the ball is in your court. Uh, We'll scramble this up and we'll go with uh, six. Question six. Here you go. What arcade game had a bug in its coding that made it unplayable after it reached level 256? Not that too many of us could get that far, even with unlimited quarters. I'm pretty sure that's Pac-Man. There's something with 256. But yeah, that's like the last board, and then it goes crazy after that. Uh, Yes, indeed, it is Pac-Man. There was some sort of technical glitch because they were printing the fruit from each level at the bottom, and it's 256-bit, and when it hit that last fruit, it suddenly couldn't fit it on the screen, and it it put it at the top, and the whole cascade, and so the whole right side of the screen was unplayable. Uh, Something that was not figured out for quite some time, which I guess is a testament to how hard the game got at those higher levels. That was like the 80s version of Y2K. Indeed, indeed, and far, far less uh, stressful for the financial community, I'm sure. <laughs> oh no, our banana futures. <laughs> Tim, why don't you pick? Uh, let's go with number two. Uh, look at you. Uh, I, you know, this is our first show in this format, uh, so I don't really have any musical stings. But you hit our bonus question. <laughs> oh, yes. Hey, it was sitting there, Cheyenne. It was sitting there. Uh, so. Tim, yes. in the very first WrestleMania, a special tag ah, team ah. match. <laughs> turn about his fair play. Uh, a special tag team match with Muhammad Ali as special guest referee was the main event. For your points, name 
any of the six participants of that match, I will give you a bonus point if you could name three total participants out of those six. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Um, Andre the Giant. And the Iron Sheik. Hulk Hogan is correct. Neither of your other two are correct. You do not get the bonus point. Cheyenne, you have a chance to steal if you can give me two of the remaining five. I will guess Ric Flair and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ric Flair and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Unfortunately, Ah. Ric Flair not yet in the WWF at that time, but Ah. Rowdy Roddy Piper was... Uh, it was a tag team between Hulk Hogan and Mr. T uh, with special guest on their side, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, against uh, almost Rowdy Roddy Piper, Cowboy Bob Orton, and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Uh, I almost... Yeah, if I had had another guess, it would have been like Junkyard Dog or something. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> have gotten there. You wouldn't have gone with the uh, Polish power of Ivan Putski. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I used to be back in the day. That was that was my era when I would actually. My father would take me once a year to see wrestling at Madison Square Garden. I was uh, fortunate enough to be in attendance uh, when uh, the Iron Sheik beat Bob Backlund for the title. So I saw that live. Nice. I bet that was a like. I'm not a pro wrestling guy, but I bet that's a kind of fun environment to be in. You know, it, 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 for a teen teenager in New York City, it was kind of scary. Uh, even and you know, like, hey, what's that smell coming from the upper deck? You know, kind of thing. Uh, a lot of rough and tumble people. I think uh, the number of teeth uh, probably matches your guys's score. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was a fun time, good time, and we are tied at two. Uh, we are up for another question, uh, Cheyenne. Uh, the ball is in your court. I'll go with eight. Question eight. What popular toy of the 1980s was originally called Little People by the artist who created it? What toy was called Little People? I'll go with uh, the... Oh God, that's earlier than that. But I can't think of anything else. Let's go with the Weebles. The Weebles is not correct, sir. Tim, you have your first chance to steal. My guess is going to be Cabbage Patch Kids. It was an artist from the state of Georgia who decided to put together these little people. The marketing said that's not clever enough. And indeed, you could not buy, but you could adopt the Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes. No truth to the rumor that uh, the company also would issue death certificates if you lost it and uh, or damaged it to the point where it was beyond repair. That, that was just a rumor that was going around at the time. The company did not issue death certificates for your Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> Gruesome. All right. Uh, had, halfway cabbage, through. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid, by the way, and I remember his name was Rod. <laughs> Very nice. It's worth, yeah, I don't know. It's, did it's, you take Rod fishing? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I kill me. I kill me. Uh, and then I get a death certificate. Tim, you're up. What question would you like? Uh, let's do three. Question three. What was the maiden name of Diana prior to her marrying Prince Charles in 1981's royal wedding? I believe that was Spencer. Spencer is correct. Lady Diana Spencer. 
and uh, she got married in a wedding that was uh, probably the most viewed wedding since Luke and Laura uh, back in the soap opera days. <laughs> uh, although a lot less rapey. Uh, I mean, you know, let's be honest, Luke and Laura, I mean, what were they thinking back then? But uh, whatever. Uh, Cheyenne, you're up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stop his just climbing one, two, three thing, and I'll take question four. Question four. Uh, good luck, sir. In the 80s, CNN became the first 24-hour news network. However, it didn't really gain a lot of traction until its coverage of what baby who fell into a well in Texas? Hmm. Uh, I know this. Uh I want to say her name was Jessica. Are you going to say her name was Jessica? I'm going to say her name was Jessica. Well, that's very good, because her name was indeed Jessica. Well done. <laughs> well, well done. <laughs> <laughs> you crack yourself up. I do, I do. Tim, you are up. We have question five, question seven, and question nine left. Uh, let's do five. Question five. In the late 1970s, a professor of architecture from Budapest suddenly became a household name in the United States. Why? Uh, because he invented the Rubik's Cube. That would be a professor of architecture named Erno Rubik, who invented this confounding cube, and suddenly everybody was spinning it left and right, trying to solve it. You get the point. Well done. Uh, Did we literally write that question question yesterday? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sometimes karma hits you in the face. Sometimes it kisses you on the lips. You know, uh, well done on that. Uh, Two questions left. The score is five for Tim, three for Cheyenne. Cheyenne, let's try and keep pace here. Seven or nine? I'll go seven. Seven it is. Madonna famously wore a wedding dress and rolled around on stage at the debut MTV Music Video Awards in 1984. What song was she singing at the time? Wow. Uh, uh, let's go with... I know Tim's going to know this, too. This is not in my wheelhouse. Uh, let's go with material girl material girl is not correct tim can you steal i can i believe i i'm pretty sure it was like a virgin touched for the very first time stolen for the very second time uh, like a virgin <sighs> is indeed the correct answer it would be a number of years before she would then kiss britney on the lips uh <laughs> Uh, Tim, uh, let's wrap up this round. Question nine is all that is left, and it belongs to you. Here it is in September of 1981. A free concert in Central Park drew over 500,000 people whose reunion attracted so many not-so-silent attendees. Uh, I'll leave that um, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, my goodness. Somebody's a bit grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying you think that's the right answer, Cheyenne? <laughs> it's a hundred percent. And it was I was like, maybe he wouldn't get it, and then that silence there at the I was uh, like, oh uh, god dang it. <laughs> I, I, I knew it before then, so uh okay. all of Cheyenne. All right, Cheyenne. Yes indeed, it was Simon and Garfunkel. So the score at the end of round one, Tim, you've got seven. Cheyenne, uh, 
and a bit of troubled waters with three. But hey, that's just round one. We still have another full round to go. But before we get there, gentlemen, how are you feeling? Uh, all comments welcome. You liking the format? Uh, you liking your opponent? Uh, where do we stand? Uh, I love yeah. the format, and uh, so far I'm liking my opponent, yeah. <laughs> Cheyenne, how are you feeling after uh, round one? I'm fine. I'm hoping that the next round is more my wheelhouse. Well, I am hoping to uh, round two. Another ten questions. Uh, following that Trebekian format, there are two questions that will have bonuses in this round, if you can find them. And, well, that was Generation X. So, of course, this round is Generation Z. <laughs> Uh, You sound excited, both of you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know what Gen Z is. Uh, That's pretty much current. Current teenagers, yeah. Hey, Cheyenne. Okay, boomer. (laughs) Well played, well played. Let's, uh, let's, you know, this is our first episode. Let's institute the rule. The person in uh, second place gets to go first. None of this deferring and alternating in fairness. The person in second place gets to go first. So, uh, Cheyenne, once again, you are up. What number would you like? Uh, let's go with 10 again. It went so well the last time. Let's see how it does this time. <laughs> Here's your first question in Gen Z. On Instagram... The most liked post of all time is a picture of what? I believe that is an egg. An egg. A plain, simple egg. Over time, the uh, poster would then post uh, the picture with the egg starting to crack, and everyone kept coming back and finding out, what's in the egg, what's in the egg, what's in the egg? Uh, I didn't bother to find out, but indeed it was an egg. Well done. Uh, Moving on to Tim. Yes. Let's do let's do number one. Number one. I'm sensing a, a, a pattern. <laughs> uh, Tim, what was the name of the record label that Taylor Swift sued after it sold the rights of all of her songs to a man named Scooter Braun? Um, AJ, I don't know. I, I, uh, I'll say RCA. RCA is incorrect. Hey, Cheyenne, this is what it's like when you have a chance to steal. Yeah, it'd be nice if it was a question I knew. Uh, can you repeat it one more time? What was the name of the record label that Taylor Swift sued after it sold the rights to all of her songs to a man named Scooter Braun? Wow, uh, I don't know. I'll say Sun Records. Sun Records, not correct. Nobody gets the point there. It is Big Machine Records in the news because Taylor Swift announced she was going to uh, re-record all of her old songs and create new masters that she could own and uh, nanny nanny poo poo. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious if she did that. Uh, she's, she's planning on it. I don't know why Scooter had to be so mean, but uh, there it is. Cheyenne, you are up. Uh, let's take a chance that there's another bonus question on question two. That would have been fun, wouldn't it have been? (laughs) There is no bonus there. However, here is your question, Cheyenne. Although it is not the character's official name, what has the internet dubbed the child? What a... What? Although it is not the character's official name, what has the internet dubbed the child? Um, the child. 
I really, I like, I, I'm trying to find something to even like guess at. Uh, even though it's not the character's real name, this got to be like a. I feel like it's a TV character or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You don't know. That means Tim has a chance to steal. Uh, the child is Baby Yoda. Indeed, the child is Baby Yoda on the show. Good job. Just referred to as the child. Uh, not given a name, not given a race. We still don't know what them Yodas are, but Baby Yoda is indeed from the TV show The Mandalorian, and the internet loves this adorable, adorable creature. Uh, Tim, you are now in the lead 8-4, to four, and you have the next question. Uh, let's do question three. Question three, good luck. The trailer for what movie got such a negative reaction that its studio delayed its release by three months just to do a ton of visual effects over? Uh, that would be Cats. Cats is incorrect, sir. Moving on to Cheyenne for the steal. What movie? I was so sure that he had that that I kind of quit listening. Uh, <laughs> movie special effects. Delayed its uh, release by three months in order to redo those visual effects. What movie? Uh... I don't know. Godzilla. Godzilla is incorrect. Tim, do you know it now? Sonic the Hedgehog. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. Cats did not delay the release date. They actually released it, warts and all, and then pulled it, fixed it, and put it back in the theaters the next week. Um, Sounds like a good strategy. Yeah, indeed. It was mostly just Jason Derulo's uh, (laughs) groinal region that he was complaining (laughs) about. Uh, uh, You know, they couldn't couldn't fix the plot, apparently, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it Bob Barker that told him to change Jason Derulo's thing? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna remain n- neutral on that or neuter anyway. <laughs> uh, still eight to four, Cheyenne, you're up. Uh, let's go with question seven. Question seven, here you go. The J Hope, R M, and Sugar are four of the seven members of what group? The J Hope. Uh... Man, now, it sounds like one of these K-pop bands, maybe. So I'll go with uh, BTS. BTS. I don't know where you pulled that from, but you pulled correctly, sir. That is indeed BTS. Well done. Eight to five. Tim is in the lead. Tim, you're up. Uh, question four, the uh, next lowest value. Uh, I believe it is. Let's go with four. Question four. Good luck, sir. What one-time runner-up on Dancing with the Stars and current Spider-Man actress got her start on Disney Channel's Shake It Up? Is that Zendaya? That would indeed be the mononymous Zendaya. <laughs> do, 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 do. God, that was my only guess I would have had. <laughs> indeed, Zendaya, former cast member of Shake It Up. Uh, one of the writers on that show, my good friend, Ron Hart. So, hi, Ron, if you're listening. Uh, Cheyenne, your question. Uh, you know, every time I try to stop his just, like, climbing up one, two, three, four, it fails me. 
So I'm going to go with nine. Nine it is. Lauren Gray, Zach King, and Baby Ariel are the current most followed people where? Oh, wow. Zach, Baby Ariel? Uh, most followed people where? Um, I guess I'll... I mean, it sounds like it's got to be some sort of streaming site or something like that. Uh, I'll go with... You already asked an Instagram question, right? So... Oh, TikTok. TikTok is another nice poll, sir. Well done. TikTok is the answer. I, I had a, I had, I felt that you were going for Twitch there, but you, you switched it up to TikTok at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I would know the Twitch people pretty well because my son watches it a lot, so I would have recognized their names. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, the score is uh, six for Cheyenne, nine for Tim, and Tim is on deck. Five, six, and eight remaining. Let's go five. Five is our bonus question. <laughs> Tim, for one point, what is the name of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's son? For another point, what is his middle and last name? So one point for the first name. A bonus point right if you can give me wheelhouse. the middle and last as well. Okay, his his name is Archie. His last name is Windsor. His middle name... Um, I'm going to say Winston. I will give you your point for knowing it is baby Archie, however... No bonus for you. However, that bonus can be stolen. Cheyenne, do you know middle and last name of Baby Archie? I don't. I have memorized down to like the 20 in line in succession, but only their first names. I'll go with that Mountbatten Windsor. Well, uh, that would be the hyphenated last name of Archie. He is Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. That is his full name. No bonus point there. Uh, this is the last back and forth for round two. Cheyenne, you are up. We have six. We have eight. Uh, let's do the eight. Ah, oh, the bonus is just avoiding you like the plague, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's question eight. Jordan Woods was in the news last year for allegedly cheating with what celebrity's man? Oh, wow. Jordan Woods cheating with a celebrity's man. Oh. Uh... Let's go with uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is not correct. Tim, can you give me an answer? Can you repeat the question one more time, AJ? 
Sure. Jordan Woods was in the news last year for allegedly cheating with what celebrity's man? Uh, I'm going to say Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, uh, I guess if she was friends with her, that would have been uh, something she might do. But no, <laughs> Cheyenne, you were so darn close. It was not Kim Kardashian. It was Chloe. Oh. If I had said Kardashian, what would you have done? I would have asked you to tell me which okay. one. <laughs> because I want to make sure that you're keeping up <laughs> with all that's going on in the world of who the F cares. <laughs> I believe the man in question was basketball star, star, quote unquote, Tristan Thompson. Oh, is she with Tristan Thompson now? Uh, yeah, look, now, uh, don't ask me if it's current. I don't know. Uh, you know, you know how long these relationships in the Kardashian world last. Right. Not very. Uh, one last question here, Tim. Uh, you're leading ten to six. Uh, all is not lost, Cheyenne. There is a final catch-up round to come. But Tim, you have question six, and it is one of our bonus questions. Tim, for that, you need to you need to record a little snippet of you doing the pew pew record noise. i'm doing it live each time that, man. <laughs> yeah that's that needs to be it aj <laughs> it's too much fun you're right name either of the winners of fox's tv show the masked singer i'll give you the bonus point if you can name both okay wayne brady is one winner um and I don't know who the other one is. Uh, uh, let me think here for a second. Um, I'll say Nick Lachey. Uh, Wayne, Wayne Brady. Lachey. Wayne Brady was indeed uh, the winner of uh, the most recent season, season two of The Masked Singer. So you will get your point for that. However, uh, you are incorrect with your bonus guess. So let's throw that over to Cheyenne for a potential steal. Can you tell me? Uh, I, I've read it. I just I don't think I can pull it. Wayne Brady was the one I knew. Um, and I don't. Uh, let's go with, I don't know, Farrell Williams. I don't know. I, I know that's not right, but I got it. You don't sound happy with that answer. I'm not happy at all. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no, that is not correct. The correct answer was T-Pain. That's right. That's right. He was the (sighs) monster in season one and, uh. Uh, very recently, the uh, Ms. Mrs. Monster was eliminated, uh, shocking shocking the world when it was discovered that they decided that Chaka Khan was not a good enough singer to beat out Rob Gronkowski. So, uh, yes, we all know it's Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of the second round here. Tim, you are leading 11 to 6. All that is left to do is to have our final question. We call it the catch-up catch-all. Here is how it works. Tim, since you are leading, you get to go first. I am going to give you a top 10 list. All you have to do is give me any of the names in our top 10 list. You will get to go first to clear one off the board. If you get it right, you will get a point. If you get it wrong, 
that's fine. Uh, you don't get the point, and nothing gets removed from the board. It's just a way for you to kind of take the most obvious answer that you think is out there off the board. At which time, Cheyenne, you will then have to get as many correct without missing as you can to see if you can catch Tim. If you catch Tim and tie him, we have a tie. If you catch Tim and then surpass him, you are the winner. If you fail, Tim walks home with our inaugural crown. Do we understand the rules, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah. All right. The top ten list for the catch-up catch-all is the top ten most total MTV Video Music Awards won across the entire history of the show. This includes both solo artists as well as groups. These are the ten solo artists and groups who have won the most total MTV Video Music Awards from the start of the awards to the most recent award show. Tim, you are up 11-6. You have a free guess to try and take one of the answers off the board, which will be unavailable for Cheyenne. What say ye? I'm going to say Madonna. Madonna is indeed number two on the list with 20 MTV Video Music Awards. That is no longer eligible. You have 12 points, which means with six points, Cheyenne, you need to get six without getting one wrong to tie seven, and you win. Good luck. Choose well. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's start. Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is not on oh! the list. I am sorry. You would think so, but he hasn't won a lot recently. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, a lot of these big ones might have been before they started awarding them also. Exactly. Yeah. He kind of hits in that sweet spot of uh, not being so sweet after all. So I guess my only response to that answer, Cheyenne, is hee-hee. Uh, not correct. Let me reveal the rest of the list yeah. to so you. Real quick, the four that I had written down so far was Taylor Swift, uh, Adele, Prince, Miley Cyrus, mm -hmm. and Katy Perry. Well, you would have not even come close to catching <laughs> uh, Tied for 10 MTV uh, VMAs, Taylor Swift was on the list, along with Aerosmith. Yeah, with, I was going to say Aerosmith. They had that string in the 90s. Yeah, with uh, crazy, amazing, uh, crying, uh, they're all the same freaking video with Alicia Silverstone. Uh, <laughs> 11 awards for Green Day and Justin Timberlake. 12 uh, for Eminem and R.E.M. Peter Gabriel with 13, mostly for Sledgehammer, but he's won others. Uh, Lady Gaga also with 13. Uh, Tim, you gave us Madonna with 20, and the queen bee of them all with 26 That's VMAs. Beyonce. Uh, no tea, no shade, no lemonade. It is Beyonce. Tim, congratulations by a score of 12 to 6. You are our winner of the first episode. How do you feel uh, to take home that crown? It feels amazing. Amazing. Diane, how does it feel to get the floor wiped with ye <laughs> yeah i'm fine with it <laughs> this is so up his alley he is the pop culture guy of us 
Well, fair enough, fair enough. Well, who knows? The categories will change each and every week. Uh, the contestants will change. If you would like to take part, please give us an email, bmgpod at gmail.com, or join our Facebook group, I guess the fans hot seat. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking part. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back very soon with another exciting episode of Beat My Other Guest. Thank you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Did you beat our guest, or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Twitter at BMGPod. Also, please review and rate us on iTunes. And if you like what you've heard, spread the word. This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. Wow.